This is Hawkside Guns Podcast. Welcome to Hawkside Guns Podcast. See, I remembered which cast we were doing this week. Um, <laughs> but uh, to the semi-irregular uh, fall casting of uh, Hawkside Guns, and there has been, between the last cast we had, which is uh, a couple of weeks ago at the time of recording this, and this cast, I have done a bunch of gun stuff. How about you, sir? I've got a couple of little things, and it hasn't been as prolific as yours, but I think most of mine goes into, you know, the gun addiction concept. Oh, sure. And I finally experienced uh, one of the things that you experience having family members who do guns as well, or are getting into guns. Oh, what's that? <laughs> my father is stealing my 1911. Oh, man. I See, <laughs> Buona steals all my good shit. You know, like, like, hey, son, do you really shoot this? Well, no, but I was going to, oh, you don't need this. I love this, by the way. Well, where I ran into this is that my, my father, not knowing that much about automatics, he has a revolver, was asking me to help him pick one out. And in the process, I got an opportunity to, uh, work's been back up and busy, so I haven't been able to spend as much time in the gun store recently. So I was there, and I started, just by looking at what we had in stock, started trying, got on the phone with him and started talking to him about what he wanted. And he sits there and goes, you know, you, you know would a, a 45 1911 be like a, a good way to go? And I, and I said, Uh-oh. you know, it's got a little bit of a kick to it, but... If that's fine with you, you know, you might actually be able to find ammo for it, which is tough for a lot of things these days. And sure, you know, he goes, well, they're they're like really expensive, though, aren't they? I'm like, well, they they can be, but they don't have to be. It depends on what you get and how you get it, you know. Yeah. So so when I got home later that evening, I sent him a picture of the one I had and he went, oh, that's really neat. Was that there at the store? Can I get that one? Damn it. (laughs) I'm I'm like no that's 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 that's, that's actually, actually mine. mine. <laughs> He's like well well you know can, can I can I get that one? <laughs> yeah, same question. Can I get? Yeah. <laughs> you can get. What'd you pay for that? Fifty bucks? I'll give you twenty five. I'll give you twenty five. How's that? Twenty five dollars. You bring it over here and I'll take it off your hands. It's like what? How did we get here? Like what? Yeah. Well, and he but see he also caught me at a moment of fragility too. Oh no! Did he pull the family <laughs> card or did he pull the wife card? No, he pulled the um, asking me at the moment when I need money for something else card. <laughs> oh, that is a moment of fragility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah those so are those know. are bad times to hit a gun guy up when you're looking for the next one. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I I went as I said, it's been several weeks since I've had the opportunity to go into the gun store, and I went in this past week. And within the moment I walked in the door and looked in the case, I was already working on my next one. Oh. Yeah, and the boss just even looked at me as I as I was kind of looking at that when he went, I knew it. <laughs> I called it. <laughs> Who had the moment he walked in? Who had the moment he walked in? <laughs> it, uh, the, he has a refurbished from Six Hour, Six Hour P229, um, and it was at a price being refurbished that was just disgustingly low. Oh, 
the two two nine is like the it, it's kind of blocky square, but it's got that kind of nineteen eleven Glockish kind of look, doesn't it? Yeah, no. I mean, if if you look at everything that a federal officer has carried, it's either a two two six or a two two nine. The two two six being the full sized one. The two two nine. Yeah, it's got checkered compact. grips and stuff, and like vents exactly. on the slide. Yeah, I know the one you're yep. talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and they usually tend to go for either just under or just over a grand. Yeah, they're not cheap. They're so not cheap. Add, adding in the fact that this guy was refurbished, and then throwing in the fact that I, I get I can buy for wholesale, the pricing on this was one of those things that just kind of makes you go, uh, can can I just take it home now? Oh no! <laughs> and your dad was an enabler in this case. Yes, because the moment he started offering me money for something I had already in the safe that I don't actually use a whole lot, it was kind of like, damn. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, Dad. Uh, yeah. Well, um, I'm just going to have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, as I said, he, he caught me at a moment of weakness. And and the worst part about it is as he's as I as he's sitting there talking me out of one of my guns, I'm sitting there going, This Sean this is what Sean deals with. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. All the time. And it's relentless and evil as well. Like <laughs> like they know they know that's what they're doing. You know what I mean? They they're they're like, you know, I bet you I could work the boy out of that gun if I really tried. You know, and you, and what's bad is is they take advantage of like you they they know your vulnerabilities. Like, he's going to want another gun soon. All I'm going to have to do is, like, sound pitiful and, like, really <laughs> appreciative of his taste and style, and he'll cave. And it, it freaking works, because it's your dad or, you know, your family or whatever. I sure would like to have that. And you're like, well, I'm sure we could work out something. And now they got you, you know? Yes. Yeah. No, it happens all the time. It ha To me, it happens all the time. Uh, if if Buono wants something that I have, like he he weaselled my Smith uh, Model 1000 out from underneath me, uh huh, because it's a beautiful you know the Smith is actually a, a very beautiful gun. If you take care of it, um, it's sort of like a German car, right? It'll run forever if you yeah. do the maintenance, right? If you it's, don't, it's, it's it like will a be German. It's like a German pistol. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. It's it's actually kind of yeah. The similarities are strikingly similar. Um. But uh, it, it's beautiful guy. He's saying, oh, I sure do like that Smith. So what'd you give for that? Did you give a hundred dollars? No, it was like a hundred, two hundred, <laughs> like two twenty by the time I get there, two thirty by the time I get done with parts. Let's call it two fifty. Oh, boy, that sure is expensive. Oh, for fun. All right, fine. You know what? Here, you're gonna burn a birthday and a Father's Day and whatever other holiday I can think of, and I'll give you the gun. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> to his credit he still does shoot it um but it's it's really annoying sometimes with family uh although i got my hands on something i think it was the one you shot the other day somebody i had it in on trade uh somebody traded me a uh, a single they wanted a single shot uh 20 gauge and they were willing to trade me this little uh nine millimeter automatic they had and i think it was one of the ones you had and i'm not sure it was the springfield xd yeah, I, uh, this one was I, an XD I Defender, I think. Yeah, which is the original XD, not the Mod Two. Yeah, uh, you know, I have always liked the look of the Springfield XDs, but every time I've had one, 
I, I they, they don't shoot very well for me. Well, I had one for about four and a half hours. Um, <laughs> I uh, I took it on trade, and I was like, oh wow, you know, I got a I got a nine millimeter automatic. I've got a couple hundred rounds, of, you know, like four or five hundred rounds of nine millimeter in the closet. Uh, this will be great. This will be my, uh, you know, uh, concealed carry. You know, it's nine millimeter. It's going to be great. I hated it. Um, it was, you know, what it felt like. And this is going to be a weird analogy, but if you ever ridden a bicycle backwards, you know how unwieldy and kind of crappy that is. Actually, having shot one, I know exactly what you're thinking. I know oh. what you're that you're thinking. It's just it it looks beautiful. Awesome. Looks just looks futuristic and cool and chunky and 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 it's got this cool vibe to it. And then you shoot it and you're like, well, this has got to go. Well, um, one no. of the things with the Springfield though is they have a very high bore axis. Man, it was just terrible. At least for me. I mean, the the gun performed flawlessly. But one, I couldn't hit anything with it um, from any distance away. Oh, there's nothing wrong with them. If you're comfortable with them, it's definitely a quality firearm. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, it's it's quality. It's well put together. The materials are good. Just uh, no. <laughs> All the nopes uh, for me. So I <laughs> just as as you were saying, uh, I, just no. It's definitely quality. I, I love the look of the God. It's a good looking gun. It really is. Uh, but I put it neatly away in its case and um, <laughs> cleaned it, you know, cleaned it, all that kind of stuff. Made sure I didn't give anybody a dirty gun. Took it right down to uh, a big local gun store we had and uh, s- promptly swapped it. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, here it is. I fired two clips through it. Uh, I don't want this anymore. Then they're... <laughs> Now, were you able to swap it for another handgun, or did you just go directly towards another shotgun? No. Uh, actually, I swapped it for another gun. And they gave me a $150 credit for it. Not bad. Not bad. Not not bad, considering I had no money in it, you know, basically. Exactly. I traded a, a single-shot thing that I paid, I don't know, $75 for or something like that and reworked it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but my problem was I was trying to get... Uh, what, because soon I will have my, I think next week, week after I'm going for my concealed handgun license. Okay. And the Bursa is a lot of things, but good on concealment is not one of them. It's first of all, it's very large for a three cal or a 30, 380. Yeah. Uh, it's about as large as Shannon's full service weapon, her, her PK 380. Um, and the other one she stole from me, which is the CCPM two. But anyway, um, it's a pretty big 380. And I didn't want to. I wanted to stay with the 380 because I love the 380 round, you know. And and it's it's probably my favorite right now. Uh, but I, I really wanted a pocket gun, you know, okay. something that was actually concealable. And I happened to cross a used, um, but not really used, Taurus Spectrum. It's basically the same thing the lady standing behind the guy with the pink shirt was carrying. Yeah. Um, and now, and we've talked much about Taurus uh, on this cast before, um, to varying degrees and all that kind of stuff. I actually happen to love uh, a Taurus revolver. I have very good luck with them. I think they're a fine, fine gun. I've never had one of their automatics. Um, 
They, 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 they've had issues with their automatics over the years. They have, and I've heard varying things, and I've heard varying things about the Spectrum as well. But this particular Spectrum, uh, he said it had a use tag on it, and I said, well, could I'd like to see that one. Um, didn't have a damn mark on it. Um, I pulled the slide, pulled the clip, you know, pulled the mag. Uh, it had never been fired. It had never been fired. I'm like, this is mismarked. You know, I, I pulled the guy over. I'm like, sir, this is mismarked. This this gun's never been fired. He goes, so a funny story about that. And he pulls the box out. <laughs> He's, he pulls the box yeah, out. Yes, but never been fired does not mean necessarily not pre-owned. It's like a car. The moment it goes out of the store, it loses value. Exactly. And uh, he pulls the box out, and he goes, now, that is a 2020 Taurus Spectrum 380, right? It's... It has never been fired. That is absolutely true. Here is the original box sold from this store. And uh, here is the purchase receipt. I kept it in the box. Here it is. You know, and there's all purchase receipt and all that kind of stuff. He goes, note the date and time. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. I said, duly noted, sir. And he pulls another receipt out of the box, which is the return receipt, which came back an hour and 45 minutes later. And I'm uh, like, okay, okay. Um, on the betting pool, the over under here. I'm guessing got home, wife went hell no, and he had to bring it back. That is exactly correct, sir. Um, <laughs> he had, he had, I, This one is spoken from experience. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he he had purchased the gun. He got home, and whatever whatever thing happened at home, uh, the thing they got back was like his wife said she just put her foot down and was like no more guns like you've you've bought too many i don't care how expensive it is you freaking take it back so the date and time stamp on it was an hour and 45 minutes later you know um, from the computer printout and everything he goes it's never been it's never had i mean it still had you know the original factory you know grease in it and stuff i mean just all the same stuff it's it's literally had never been fired but it was for 100 after taxes it was 150 bucks 152 uh-huh. I can't see any reason not to do that. And I'm like, so effectively, this thing's going to cost me $2. You know, it's the way I was looking at it. Yes. Uh, which is the way gun guys look at that. Oh, what? $2 of my money? And it's, oh, yeah, it's, it's horse trading up until then, right? <laughs> well, I mean, because it's funny. Everybody keeps sitting there wondering how, how the, the firearms that I've bought over the past several months. And people look at me and go, you know. How much have you spent? You know, these are expensive. How did you? And the response is, didn't cost me a dime. Not a dime. Nothing but my time. Right. (laughs) Which is true. You know, it's what I said is true from a certain point of view. view. (laughs) Uh, Many of the truths we cling to depend greatly on our own point of view. Exactly. Uh, so to me, this pistol was two dollars. You know, it cost me a little bit of hassle, and then you know, a gun I wasn't using anyway and had no intention of using. Uh, so for me, I was like, oh, good, this brand new, because it is, it's brand new. It's it's twenty twenty serial number. I looked it up. Mm-hmm. Um, a Taurus Spectrum three eighty. It's it's came with uh, all the original stuff in the original box. It has the extended clip or extended mag, which is a seven round mag. And the, uh, you know, the, the flush uh, floor plate, uh, which yep. is uh, a, a less around, so it's only a six-round magazine. Uh, so you can have eight or seven in the gun total if you keep one in the pipe, which is about the same as my Bursa. So it's single stack, 380. Um, it's It's got a, you know, I think 1.8-inch barrel or, or really close to a 2-inch barrel. 
very small, very compact. It's it's a pocket pistol, right? Yeah, you're you're not going to be doing any long range shooting with that. No, no, but it is reasonably accurate, as oh, I come to it, found out. It, it, anything that anything that's accurate up to seven yards is is good for personal defense. Right, and it is. It's just fine for that. And now it's not as accurate. I can't hold the same kind of pattern I can for what's what's say my Bursa, right? Uh, the Bursa 380 is is much more accurate than this particular firearm. Well, it it also has more accurate design. That actual like solid, you know, uh, uh, welded to the actual frame barrel. Yeah. Is, you know, it's it's one of the things. Like even when I pulled the trigger on the um, the PPK and went, that hurts, but it went right where I wanted. But it to. But look at that pattern. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. It'll hurt me for a second. It'll hurt him a whole lot more. A whole lot much. Yeah, yeah, way better. So you know, and and it was designed after a PPK. So you know, I, no wonder the verse is better. You know, it's like okay, that makes sense. But uh, you can hold a fairly good pattern on it. And I had heard when I got back, you know, because I had heard, you know, uh, we'll say conflicting reports on the Taurus Spectrum. Uh, there's a lot of stuff on there. Uh, well, 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 Taurus has actually, and and part of it is probably the fact that you got a 2021. Taurus has actually gone out of their way over the past year or two to improve their manufacturing quality, for lack of a better term. Some of it has been in just doing better fit and finish on designs they already had, and some of it has been uh, upgrading and coming up with new and better designs. Um yeah, I mean, the, all the ones that I, I saw were negative were from, like, 2018, 2017, you know, or yeah, earlier that, models when it first it, came out. And that's not surprising, because the, the though it was the 9mm version, the PT-111 was almost unshootable. <laughs> right. The, the G2C had a serviceable trigger. The G3 is actually really a nice pistol. Yeah, I mean, I I struggle to find something wrong with this. Uh, the first round I put in it, um, or the first magazine I put in it, it wouldn't fire. And it's because the spring on this thing is so damn tight that it just it needs a little help. So you put one in the pipe, you fire it. Now, it's double action only. So you fire it, and then I have run, no no lie, even in today's like post-pandemic uh, ammunition pricing, I have put 500 rounds through this spectrum in two weeks. Cool. Uh, it has, except for that first round where it was a little, the spring was a little tight and everything. I had to throw some rem oil in it and, and throw one through the pipe and everything. It has fed every type of conceivable ammunition I can lay my hands on uh, of 380 through it. Uh, both uh, ballistic tip, you know, Hornady critical defense, uh, Remington green and white box, uh, even the dreaded MagTech or MaxTech ammunition which everybody says has a problem with this gun ran 100 rounds through it with that stuff absolutely I've never, fine I've, I've never had any problem with magatech uh ammo other than the fact that this stuff is filthy it is it is very dirty it is very dirty it was the dirtiest i've ever seen, had this gun and, and and if you clean your guns after you go and use them there's no issue with that no no and if, i do if you're the type of guy who doesn't want to have to clean them every other than every third time you go to the range i don't recommend magatech no but uh but at the same time if you clean them it doesn't matter yeah and i've i've put 500 rounds through in two weeks uh it it has performed 
absolutely flawlessly. Uh, it is it is well put together. It feels as tight as the day you know the day I bought it. Um, I've had zero problems with it with either magazine, and it's reasonably accurate. I can't find a damn thing wrong with this. I really can't. And for the price I paid for it in today's market, that's pretty damn outstanding. Yeah. Um, I I really struggle to find something bad to say about it. Um, it's very comfortable. It's it's actually a good looking pistol. It really is. the The only niggle. It, it, it's 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 interesting looking, for lack of a better term. See, which is why I like it. And you know, yeah. I like the interesting, odd looking stuff. You know. And it def- and it definitely is odd. You know, it, it you'd almost expect to see it as a prop in Star Wars. Almost. Yeah. It's 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 very swoopy and kind of. It's not angular. It's it's very kind of uh, organic looking. Uh, there's not any hard edges on it, uh, mostly because it's designed to be a pocket pistol and it's designed to draw and and be concealed and all that kind of stuff, which it does a great job. It's it's reasonably high high uh, uh, capacity for as small as it is. Yeah. Uh, the the only thing is the trigger is not great. It's a, it's it's a long trigger pull. And and that's where you run into with two different things. You got two things going for you on that one. First of all, it's a Taurus. Yeah. And Taurus is known for long triggers on their automatics. Um, as I said, they, the PT-111 was unusable. Then they've gotten better to something that is actually not too bad, but they're still long. Um, the other part about it is is that it's a double-action only 380, um, which are also notorious for long triggers. Yeah, because uh, you're you're basically doing a lot of that work with every trigger pull, right? It's there's yes. no there's no cocking action. You're doing it all with every trigger pull. Uh, so it is a long trigger. Uh, it's you know, and they use the the way they tout that is, oh, it's extremely safe because you got to do all this stuff. It won't go off in your pocket because there's no way you could pull that freaking trigger in in your pocket. And it's absolutely true, you can't. Uh, well, but well, as long as you throw it into a pocket holster and actually cover the trigger guard, you're fine. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, other than that, there's there's just not. It's just so solid. I and mean, maybe you know. I know a lot of people complain about that, but or complain about them on, online. But you know, one, I think those were earlier models, and this is brand new, and it's obvious the fit and finish on this thing is just absolutely outstanding um, for for what I was expecting. Well, you also have a lot of people out there who are just flat out Taurus haters. There's as many Taurus haters as there are Glocktards out there. Yeah. Um, it, it's just kind of fashionable to go, ew, a Taurus. Um, and it's, and as you, and you've put it best before, imitation is the best of all flattery. You know, you've got, they've got revolvers that Smith and Wesson is imitating. Yeah. Um, so what's wrong with that? I, you know, I, I just, and, and, and it's true. Everybody likes to, it's very popular to crap on Taurus. And I have become especially a fan of the revolvers, a uh, huge fan. Um, oh, oh, the moment I can find a judge, it's mine. Yeah, you know, the judges, and, and we'll talk a little bit about that, uh, either uh, this cast or the next, depending on how long we keep gabbing about this stuff. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the thing about the judges is they've gotten such a reputation uh, here lately, that you can't touch one for under seven hundred bucks down here, even in a well, gun show. Well, 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 think about it. You know, if you are not proficient with firearms, 
and need a pistol to defend your home, what better than something that you can throw a 410 shell in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's it's the best. I mean, as far as that concept goes, you know, just to, you know, if, unless you're somebody who actually knows how to shoot, just that whole idea that you can point it down a hallway and at least catch the corner or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's very difficult to argue with that particular thing uh, when when you're when you're new or like you said you you maybe haven't had a lot of experience shooting or with firearms in general. Uh, that's a very different con- different difficult concept to argue with. The the other thing that that I found was there are tons, and I mean tons, of people out there right now buying firearms that ordinarily wouldn't have. Yeah. And you know when I was when I was at the the uh, the big box gun store that that I wound up going to, which is uh, pretty local here. Uh, I took the girls with me because they were doing other stuff, and it was one of the few firearms that uh, I'm sitting there at the counter and everything, and I'm, I, I had the Spectrum in my hand, and, and Shannon's like, you should get that. <laughs> well, you don't – I don't know what's come over you, but uh, you don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> and, you know, she walked off, and, and uh, the guy looked over, and he goes, you know, it's not often that the other half is like, pro whatever the hell it is you're looking at i'm like wrap it up just <laughs> wrap it i'll just give me the paperwork let's it's let's e- it, it's even weirder for as as much as we don't like to stereotype genders the in around here um it, it's even weirder sometimes when it's the the gender is flopped on that one when you've got a, a female coming in who is utterly excited about the idea of owning a firearm and the husband's standing there going i don't know yeah yeah, you're just like, what kind of world? Are you? Like, you don't deserve her. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's some of that. There's some of that. Um, but you know, for the most part, it was, it was a effortless transaction, and the gun has turned out to be absolutely, at least for me, this this particular firearm. Um, it's a new. It's brand new. I mean, it's it's technically a twenty. 20 but you know it 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 uh, just flawless just absolutely flawless the workmanship has been excellent um i've been very surprised uh about the whole thing and and honestly it it furthers my my love of taurus you know the only taurus automatic i have has been a wonderful success uh so i was i was very pleased but um this weekend has been kind of a, a man's weekend for me. Um, <laughs> I hear them rattling around. I think they just got home. But my girls have, uh, all three of my girls, have been out and gone since uh, basically Friday night. And, uh, oh, yeah, no, I hear them right now. Um, you must have been terribly lonely and just not knowing what to do with yourself. Oh, it was so great. Um, so great. Uh, it was like tequila and and beer and pizza and guns the entire weekend. The entire the entire weekend. Uh, there. So Saturday morning, I went to the Dallas Gun Show, which has become one of the largest in Texas, uh, almost. Are, or now, is it still as crazy as it has been? Has it slowed down at all? It has not. Uh, there. We got there last time. We got there an hour early, per the prescribed uh, methodology that Bona and I have. So uh, we were we were 
we normally arrive at 8 for a 9 o'clock gun show. This time, we thought better of it. We left a little earlier, arrived at 7.30 for a 9 o'clock gun show. Uh, there were already 75 people in line. That's not a big deal. Around 75-ish people in line. So we got there early uh, and stood in 45, 50-degree weather in 15-mile-an-hour wind. Uh, I have, as many of you may, the sharper eared of your uh, uh, of you may have, both of you listening to this cast, uh, may hear a bit of a sore throat now. Uh, did not do anything for sinus drainage or anything like that, but we did get into the gun show. Uh, there were several thousand people by the time the gun show started. Were they wearing their masks? Absolutely everybody. <laughs> At least by the time you got close enough so that the event staff and the cops and all that kind of stuff monitoring the gun show saw you, they were wearing masks, but no, most of them were like at least half of them weren't. Uh, so there, there was that kind of thing, <laughs> but we got in right. And at that point it was probably, I don't know. It was advertised 1200 tables. I bet you it was closer to 1300. Uh, Big convention center, the Dallas uh, Market Center. Uh, big, big place, couple acres under one roof. Uh, and it's just full, just full of vendors, right? Uh, several things I have found at a gun show are still hold true that did not hold true uh, or do not hold true outside of a gun show. One, there's ammunition on every table. Piles, bricks of it. Are um, they limiting how many you can buy? Uh, they are not. Ooh. At all, um, and, and everything, everything's available. Nine millimeter, three eighty, thirty eight special, forty four mag, anything, anything you want. Forty five, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Pistol rounds, shotgun rounds, uh, rifle rounds, everything's available. Now, it is marked up. Okay, oh, in, of course. In some cases, like double, right? Uh, for a box of fifty Blazer Full Metal Jacket nine millimeter. Used to be ten to fifteen dollars, depending on where you got it, right? And you're probably looking at somewhere around twenty-five to thirty now. Yes, that is exactly correct. Uh, it's it's about twenty-five to thirty bucks for a box of fifty, but they had, and I'm not kidding, tables of them. I mean, so oh, yeah. much so that they couldn't keep all of it on the table. You know, and some of the tables were bowing under the weight. That's how much ammunition was at this gun show. There was literally and i'm not using this as a as a figure of tons of ammunition um just everything you could want like there, we're not short of anything at this point now we had to spend some money for it uh i did get uh nine nine pellet 12 gauge buckshot double up buck uh i got about 50 rounds of that uh nice. i got uh about 200 rounds of nine millimeter i got uh, close to 800 rounds of 380. Uh, nice. Yeah, I mean, just ever everything's there. I mean, it's all there. It's expensive, but it's all there. Uh, so the ammunition shortage is is, is at least at, at the gun show not really a shortage. It's expensive, but it's around. There are no limits. Uh, one of the tables was like, "Look, um, all this has to sell today." So because I don't have a trailer to bring all this back, so. We're going to get rid of it, so you might as well make your offer now. <laughs> um, so, oh, darn. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, and there's a big sign on the table. It's like, this isn't going home. 
with me. You know, anything that doesn't fit in the car is staying here. So uh, make your offer. So uh, I went from buying 100 rounds of 380 to several hundred rounds of 380. So uh, did you actually manage to acquire any firearms, or was it just, oh, shit, there's ammo, let's spend our money on Oh, it. no, 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 just wait. Uh, oh, oh, that's better. <laughs> Uh, we did notice, oh yeah, uh, we did notice that the gun market has changed a great deal. Um, now, I come from a place where I have in my in my possession probably close to 15, maybe 20 shotguns. So I really wasn't looking for any extra shotguns, but I did find one. Uh, so, uh, and you're looking at, and, and you know what it's like walking around a show. Well, maybe not walking around one of my shows, but walking around in a shop or a show <laughs> or something like that when you don't really need anything. So it's, it's a lot harder to, to pique your interest at that point. Yeah. So it has uh, to be something that you've kind of coveted or excitement. It's got to generate some excitement for you. Right. Or have some specific need that you can't currently fit. Right. So I'm like, eh, all right, you know, there's some stuff, and there's some really pretty guns going on and everything, but the prices, as you know, have all gone insane, you know, yeah, just insane for for like some guns that I have now are well over a thousand dollars, and that's not where they were this time last year, you know, like not even close. I keep telling people it's a seller's market. Yeah. Uh, I should have brought the A5 and just sold it, just just sold it clean, because I think I could have gotten a lot more than I thought, because uh, I told somebody, you know, I told one of the vendors we were talking to, I'm like, yeah, I've got this A5, showed him some pictures and all that kind of stuff, and, and uh, he offered me well over what I thought I'd get for it, and uh, oh, gave me his business there, card. And all there's that. always next time. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, well, crap, I got another show in two weeks. I'll be, I'll bring it by. Are you going to that show? It's like, yeah, I'll be there. I'm like, cool, you know. Uh, so I think that one's going to go, but uh, which will pay for another one. Uh, but there's there's tons of stuff. It's all very, ex- it's all very expensive. Um, but weird stuff is expensive. So for giving you an example, your Walther PPKS, right? Yes. Uh, I found one, I several actually, at the show, stainless and and walnut grips, right? Really pretty guns, six hundred bucks. A year ago, those guns were six hundred bucks. Now, have apparently not gone up in, in in price at all at a gun show. The Bursa, my Bursa Thunder 380, before uh, the pandemic, two hundred fifty bucks. No sweat out the door, right? This weekend, four hundred. You know. Oh, okay. Didn't go up as high as I thought it was going to. Well, yeah, but that's almost still. It's almost twice. You know, I mean, it's it's huge. By the time it, you get it, done with taxes, it, it makes some some logical sense. I mean, a, a there there's still a top dollar amount that somebody's generally going to pay for a firearm to take home with them and and protect themselves it's usually somewhere between 5 and 600 bucks sure so it's not surprising that the ppk did not go well above that that being said if you've got somebody who's normally got something that goes for 250 bucks and you can now get 450 bucks for it and still be lower than the ppk he's going to do it and they are and they're getting it I mean, oh, it's yeah. not like they're they're raising it and nobody's buying them. 
they're getting well, it. it because it's also changed a little bit. It got it, it's gone from I want one of those to I need one of those. Yeah, I need one of those to I have to have one, you know. Yes. So there's uh anything with Glock on it is basically gone. Uh there's yep. the, there's whether they know what it is or it's the best thing for them or they know how to shoot it or whatever it is, gone. Um and Glock has stopped making the Gen 4. They went back to making the Gen 3s. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, and which is weird because everybody loves the Gen 3s. Bono won't get rid of his Gen 3. He loves it. I, I actually always prefer the Gen 4 just because the, the grip was a little bit more uh, malleable or mm-hmm. um, alterable. Yeah. Um, but that being said, you know, that I still don't like Glock, so I'm yeah, not I'm not a big fan either. You know, but um, they, they've even started uh, manufacturing a limited run of the original Gen ones. Really, I haven't seen as, those. as as collectors' items. Oh, I see. Yeah, well, yeah. that makes sense. I mean, uh, they're and they're getting it. I mean, you you can't you see those Glocks out there, and they don't they get snapped up pretty quick. The ARs, uh, the AR booths, where you can build your own AR and all that kind of stuff. They're super, oh, yeah. super, Lowers. yeah. Lowers and parts kits are going left and right. Oh, everywhere, everywhere. And we put it, and we do put a nice little, you know, um, list of uh, representatives who are pro gun into each one of those, basically telling people well, if you don't vote the right way, you're not going to be able to keep it. Oh year. man, I got probably fifty leaflets. Um, every oh, time yeah. we stop at a booth, they shove something at us, you know. As far as you know, hey, here's you, you, you. I'm like, I've already done early voting, guys. It's it's already done. You know. <laughs> uh. But it doesn't, you know, they, they don't listen. You know, here, take this. Uh, but a lot, a lot of, you know, stuff. And Bono was just disgusted. Oh, look how much they're charging for this. I'm like, look, listen, man. They're getting it. The reason they're yeah. charging for it that much is they're getting it. The fact that it's out of your price range for what you think it's worth, because you already have four of them, doesn't mean anything. You know, yeah. if anything, you should sell two of the ones you got, you know. Uh but uh, and we, you know, <laughs> that didn't I'm go over well. I, not, not to say that I've even seen the man, but I now right now I'm picturing him standing on his front porch in the midst of the zombie apocalypse with uh, two uh, shotguns slinged across his back and one in each hand, yelling, screaming, "Bring it on!" Oh yeah, no, that'd totally be him too. Yeah, I ain't gonna get I ain't gonna get dead for a lack of shooting back. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna have to take me firing. Uh, so he was, he, he was just disgusted with how expensive things were, but that's not to say there weren't deals. Okay. There were, now there weren't deals on ammunition. Okay. But no. you could, uh, cause it's just, it's just not, they, they know how much they can charge for it. And they're all, it's almost like price fixing. They're all charging within 10% the same, you know, yeah. cause they know if some guy's over there charging less for it, then he's going to sell all their stuff out, and then you're going to be the next lowest price. So, um, and it, you know, shame on you for not raising your prices because you could have gotten more for it. So, uh, it's it's a little crazy with the ammunition, but I did load up on a bunch of it. Uh, but uh, and the guns were much more expensive than they used to be. Again, there are deals to be had. One of the things that I've been looking for for a long time, and I need two of them. I got one. Um, was, uh, my girls are getting old enough that they, they like shooting 22. They, they like doing target shooting. Um, they have no desire to hunt, um, but largely neither do I, uh, unless it's a snake and then it's just going to have to die. 
but uh, that's not hunting. That's just, you know, killing snakes, which is... Self-preservation. Yes, which, as far as I'm concerned, the only good snake is a dead snake, you know? Uh, I had somebody yell at me at the ranch the other day. I shot a damn snake, and they're they're like, that one wasn't poisonous. I don't care. (laughs) It was within six feet of me. It's going to have to die, okay? I have... No. She goes to me, Irish, St. Patrick, snakes. No, no. O'Hara? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh, Shawnee, don't do snakes, okay? It's not happening. So they're like, that one wasn't even... It was a corn snake. That was a beneficial snake. I said, not to me it wasn't. It's a dead snake. Now it's a good snake. Totally beneficial now. Uh, but... Uh, they they don't they the girls really don't want to hunt they they but they love shooting and what drives them crazy is when we go out shooting and we they've been out with us several times uh, in the last couple of weeks and they run the thrower and they're really good at it they stack it we have an automatic thrower that belongs to the guy who owns the ranch and uh you know we stack clays in it and and it has a button you know and you know and it throws them out. And they push the button and load it up and, you know, point it where it's supposed to be. And they, and they, they're pretty much in charge of that. Well, that's all they get to do when we're doing clay shooting. And both my girls love to shoot. So the girls are really interested in shooting skeet with us. And I didn't have anything for them. I, I, 12 gates is too much for a 10-year-old. Uh, so is a 20. A tad. Yeah, uh, it's 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 too much. So is a 20. I needed a 410. And 410s come in two categories uh, as far as Bona and I are concerned. Wildly, yeah, wildly too expensive and cheap. Uh, so uh, we were looking for the cheap variety because uh, the wildly expensive stuff is normally A, too expensive and B, too heavy. So, because, uh, you know, they're normally like pump action and like a Winche- old Winchester 410 is close to 1200 bucks. Yeah. So, I mean, not to say that you, it's, it's easy to find one at the moment, but, you know, Mossberg makes a polymer one. So, I mean, oh, it's, sure. it's, it's available. Well, I'll rephrase. It exists. Availability may be an issue at the moment, though. Right. And what uh, we were hunting through the show for just interesting things, and we weren't finding much. Um, so we were, you know, we had had ammunition, and we were hauling around a, a crate full of, of ammunition on a little wheeled, um, like a little wheeled briefcase thing. Because we knew we were going for ammunition, <laughs> and we knew they'd have it. Uh, so we were kind of, you know, wandering around the show. What we came around, like the last row on the last corner, there was a, uh, you know, like on gun shows, what they normally do to display the long guns is put them on top of the table in racks, right? So they stick up above eye level, right? So we knew that there were long guns on this table. And uh, what I was looking for all day was small, thin barrels, right? Okay. And I happened to see one, actually two. And I pulled up to this uh, table, and there were two, not one, but two inexpensive 410s. And one was an FIE, which is a Brazilian uh, single shot breakover. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd had one of those before, but they're they're kind of heavy. Uh, it's made of Brazilian rainforest wood and some really thick steel. They're beautiful guns. You know, the the hardwood rainforest wood is is gorgeous to do. But they wanted 150 bucks for it, and, and it's probably worth that, especially in today's market. 
Uh, but what they also had was a Yildiz, uh, which is a a Turkish gun that is uh, imported in Katy, Texas, which is just north of Houston. Okay. And it was stamped 2017 and also had never been fired. Um, had the box for it. Had all the stuff. They just take it out of the box, put it on display, and it was in it. The tag was hysterical. Started out at two hundred dollars, which MSRP for this thing is about one hundred and thirty to one hundred and fifty bucks, depending on which department store or big box gun store you happen to be uh, uh, visiting. So figure about one thirty, one fifty. It was originally marked two hundred. There was a big X through it, one fifty. And there was a big X through it, <laughs> and there was a big X through the 150, and it was 125, and there was a big X through the 125, and it was 115, and I'm like, oh man, they're just carting this thing around, you know, like I'm like, I bet you I can get it. So here, I was gonna say, what's the question? The question is, is what did you offer? Yeah, I said I'll give you 80 bucks for it, and the guy went, I can't do that. I've got more than that in it, and I'm like, I tell you what. Cash, me to you, I'll give you a hundred bucks, right now. Cash, and I pull out a hundred dollars, and I I kind of pitched it toward him like, hey, yeah, huh? And <laughs> held out my other hand, and he looks at me, and he looks back at his obviously his his business partner, and the partner goes, oh yeah, I'll get the box. <laughs> And uh, I got a a 2017 Yildiz, uh, but they were made in Turkey, right? Which, and you know, I love Turkish guns. Yeah. Uh, solid little thing. It's a trail gun, basically. It's it, you fold it over, and it's it's you know like one of those backpack guns. Uh, it's 410 single shot, break open. The forward trigger uh, cocks both cocks it and releases the the barrel lock. Uh, so you throw the shell in, flip it back up. It's got a safety. It's got a top top safety on it, like a Mossberg. Yeah. And I, it's it's as simple as the day is long. It's also exceedingly light, uh, which means maybe a ten year old girl could handle it. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, I mean, it doesn't really help if they're going. You know, if you're going, this is beautiful, and they're going, but Dad, I can't lift it. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, they just got home a little bit ago, and during the break in the cast, I went and showed it to them, and she immediately shouldered it and swung it around. And was able to to break it open and everything. I'm like, perfect. You know. I'm like, do you know what this is? She's like, no. I'm like, that's the first shotgun you're going to be shooting. <gasps> I could shoot skate. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, for for 100 bucks, I solved hey, this problem. Hey, if nothing else, I would have loved to have seen the video of her trying to do the 12 gauge. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. No, no, no. In fact. Hey, don't, don't get me wrong. That's mean. Oh, and it's not, horrible. It, and not necessarily set up to make your uh, your young one look forward to enjoy the concept of uh, shooting. That being said, may win you ten grand on America's Funniest Home Videos. Oh man, you know, I, and it ruined my sister. Uh, she, uh, my brother's wife, I, she is my sister, you know, by marriage. But um, she's a, she's not a small woman. You know, she's six one. She's taller than I am. She's a hefty, corn fed Texas girl. And when she was 12 years old, her dad handed her a double coach gun, 12 gauge. Um, and I like those. I do too. This one had been rigged so that if you pulled the trigger, you got both barrels. And Ow. it broke her collarbone and knocked her down. 
she did not, from that day to about a month, two months ago, she had not touched a shotgun since. Now, the same woman grew to be much bigger than uh, she was when she was 12, uh, like a couple feet taller and has the muscle on her now and um, is not, as I said, not a small woman. She was still terrified of a 12-gauge shotgun. Uh, the first one we gave her, she was, she was literally shaking when I gave it to her. Uh, cause I'm like, look, you need to get over this. I swear to you, I would not do anything to hurt you. This is not going to hurt. We, she had, uh, a vest and two pads on and, and all this. I mean, she's, we made her as safe as we could do it. We, we put the lightest load we could through it and she finally fired it and went, well, that isn't terrible. I'm like, yeah, I know. I said, you're. Not, nothing but love for you, baby girl, but your dad's kind of a dick. You know? <laughs> like, you don't do that to little kids, you know, and her dad thought it was hysterical. Uh, but it, it, it's not because it's, it's like for for 20 years, this woman was terrified of a shotgun. Uh, so and that's not the experience I was exactly looking for with my daughters. Uh, so I, I, I found each. So there are cheap guns to be had. Right, and this thing wasn't expensive anyway. Retail, like I said, it's about 130 to 150 bucks. I got it for 100. It's basically new. It's 2017. It hasn't been shot. Uh, it's, I mean, it has. It was flawless, absolutely flawless. Um, you can still find deals on guns. You can. Well, it, but see, in here's the part that I find endearing about all of this. You literally stop the cast to go show it to your daughter when she came in because you were that excited for her to see it. Yes, I did. And and, and that's, quite frankly, that's awesome. <laughs> it is. You know, I, I, I get excited. I mean, it's rare when your kids want to do the same things you do, you know? Uh, and, and, it's, and it's also one of the first things to go when they start to get to be teenagers. It's not even the fact that they don't want to do those things anymore. They simply just don't want to do them with you. you yeah so enjoy it while you can <laughs> yeah my my dad was was uh bono was kind of philosophical about that he's like look you're gonna go through about 10 years where they don't want to do anything with you there's nothing that they want like they want nothing if it's not taking money from you or you taking them someplace they don't want anything from you and even then you're going to deal with lots of days in which they utterly hate your guts. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, and that's pretty normal, you know, uh, it's... not, not to say that this is, you know, the, the psychology, uh, or, uh, or sociology cast, but, um, somewhere along the line, I read a whole thing about how that's actually to make you want to get rid of them when they're adults. Yeah. That, yeah. that the reason why they're why they're so cute and snuggly when they're little is you know to make sure that you know animals don't eat their young, and when they uh, they start to get to be a complete total pain in the ass, so when they actually it's time to you can go just just get out. Yeah, you could go. Everybody would be fine with that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it was definitely like that with me. You know, it's like it was it was a lot of drama. You know, when two uh -huh. people were trying to live my life in my late teens, early twenties. Yeah. And uh, I wound up leaving as soon as I possibly could. You know, uh, you know, uh, you finished up your degree. You're like, I'm out. Got a job. Got to go. You know, and your parents are like, good. See you later. Come back at Christmas. You know, 
uh, I know that there will be that time. And there was, uh, indeed, a 10-year gap where between the time I wanted to spend time with my dad and uh, the next time I wanted to spend a lot of time with my dad. Now, we're fine now, you know. Uh, we do all kinds of stuff together. Uh, we shoot together. We do uh, woodworking together. You know, it's it's much better now. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. There's this time. There's this span in between where they don't want to do anything with you. So the idea that you are that excited to show your, your young one her the well, theoretically her new shotgun, that that was actually really kind of cool. <laughs> it is. I I am excited. You know, it's like we're gonna be able to do this. You know. Uh, so I, I, I was very excited and, um, she's excited at the moment. So that's, that's super cool too. Uh, there's, there's all kinds of, of awesomeness ahead for that. Um, and like I said, I have this window right now and I probably have a year or two left, not much, but a year or two left of that before we enter the dark times, you know, uh, <laughs> which you're in the middle of, I think, uh, uh if if you if you really want to compare it to the dark times i we're we're in that part of the uh of star wars right about where solo took took care uh took place in which the empire was in full stride and things were very bleak yeah like you know you think to yourself why am i doing this you know this does this is terrible uh yeah i mean it's it's gonna be that you know um I am I hear a lot of, oh, God, Dad, already, right? Like, that happens. Well, I, I will tell you that it was right about the age of 11, and I had heard the phrase before, so I knew what the words meant, but it was the first time in my, that at any point in time that I understood in my soul what it meant to say the words and feel them. I will roll those eyes right out of your head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I've, I have said things to my child, which I, I have welcome to child psychology on Hawk Psychons. Uh, I have, I have said things that I swore I'd never say, you know, um, it just, just uh, it, it came out of my face the other day. Like who the hell do you think you're talking to? Oh yeah, no, been been there, done that on that one. You know, uh, and and at the same time, but right now it's it's like even, right? Because I get yeah. the same amount of cuteness. Like she she gets tired, and comes out in her baby Yoda pajamas, and snuggles up and goes, "I love you, Daddy." And it's like those, like those balance each other out at the moment. Yes. You know, um, I know that is going to be a fleeting occurrence. Uh, so I'm trying to get in all this shooting, uh, before the dark times occur, so that when she comes back out of that, hopefully in her 20s somewhere, uh, somewhere in there, um, I'm still shooting and able to do that with her. I wish you luck. Yeah, there's there's a lot. Uh, <laughs> there's there's a lot between there. But in the meantime, got a great deal on a 410. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Important things. But for right now, we're going to get out of here. On behalf of Jake and I, thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. And thank you for being interested in firearms. Y'all, go get a gun. Go get some ammunition. Go get some education. Have a safe time. And have a fun time with your firearms. Be safe. We'll talk to you guys later.
on behalf of Jake Bona and I, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you're interested in more content like this or podcasts, check us out at hawksideguns.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.